I do. There's a little stop. stop. <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love it. I love doing a little podcast with my girl, Tina, right here. Hi. It is the Rated HR Show. We've we've actually converted from a podcast to just self-therapy that we do in front of you because we're exhibitionists. <laughs> uh, and this is the first time we actually scheduled a podcast, not with the audience. We didn't tell them when it's going to be, but we actually right. have a guest, a special guest today. And all we know, before we bring on uh, this guest, all we know about him is that he commented once that he that he's into lucid dreaming. And I said, oh, my God, me, me too. We're, yeah. we're into it. One of my favorite movies of all time is Waking Life. And then that was a wormhole in which I got into lucid dreaming. So I said, let's just let's do a podcast. He said, shoots, we do one. Let's do one. So we had to actually go against our natural instinct, which is to, to just not want to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, really? not to, to not have a time. Right. To not have a right or I, like a formal anything. But that, that might. Of. Yeah, it that might just of. be my weird brain, because as soon as we said this time, then out of nowhere, basketball came up, and nobody ever plays basketball on Friday. And everybody right. started texting, "You want to play basketball on Friday?" I was like, "Fuck!" And then, and also out of nowhere, my daughter, who like never has time for us, right? She's like, "Do you guys want to go hiking today?" I'm like, what? "Every single <laughs> time I schedule something, four other people want to do something at the same time." It's the and when we don't schedule anything, we're just sitting at home watching Netflix. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I want to bring on uh, a very special guest. I, I'm, we're meeting him for the first time right now. It's so, so cool. We've only saw, I saw a couple of videos on his social media, which is at lucid uh, underscore explorers. Right. I only saw a couple, but it was enough. I saw like a few seconds. Like, you know what? He knows I he, he knows what he's talking about. And we're going to have a fun conversation. So I stopped right. looking. Cause I don't want to. I don't want to be prepared. Right. I don't want to know what's about to happen. No, we're gonna learn something we're gonna today just, with you. We're gonna do something that humans have been doing since the beginning of time. And just communicate with whatever the fuck we got. Cool. And I love it. Okay, awesome. ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt Chong. Uh, Yay. <laughs> yeah. Hi. What's up? That's a great shirt. The Hawaii verse. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I wore it on purpose. I was hoping somebody might know what's up. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's so great. We are living in the Hawaii verse right now because we're in Hawaii, right? But kind of, sort of in this like you know digital world, you know a little bit of both. Sure. Wow. So I, I'm just gonna get right into it. You know how this works, Matt. You you've at least been watching the podcast for a few seconds that you know, you know that our intro is true. We we just like to. I just threw up lucid dreaming, and then we'll go from there. We might end right. up talking about World War Three, obviously. <laughs> and we might. Uh, yeah. I put I put in our title. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, you know, lucid dreaming, waking life, and the Jennifer Lawrence giving birth during World War Three. Just because I thought <laughs> that's hey, a, that. <laughs> that's something we might touch on. It's interesting, but yeah, I the first thing I want to know is like, yeah, how did you uh, find lucid dreaming, and then like you know, make you know, obviously have it be something that's so passionate to you that right. you know you're doing it on social media and everything so maybe the first thing is what is lucid dreaming and then and then ah. tell me why you're so passionate about it and all that all right cool so lucid dreaming is really just being aware of the fact that you're dreaming while it's happening right and so then there's a lot of different scales to it like you know sometimes you just know but you can't really control too much you know what i mean stuff like that but I think, I think one thing that I kind of think of as a very early part of lucid dreaming is if you had extremely great dream recall, you know what I mean? So you like, you were really there and you remember a lot of it. That to me would be like the very beginning of it. And then comes, you know, like 
knowing, knowing you're in it, what's happening, and controlling stuff, and doing all that other cool shit. Yeah. So. And so now I have, wait, real quick. Have you ever had a lucid dream? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I've had dreams where I, I kind of realized I was dreaming and I was like, this is a dream and I got to wake up. And then I would wake up and I would remember, I could remember what happened in the moment. I felt, yeah, like a nightmare. It's like, it feels like it's real. And then, but I, I like distinctly remember saying, this is a dream and I have to wake up, you know, like that kind of thing. So I don't know if that's really considered lucid dreaming or not, but um, like you're saying, like the very first stages of like uh, maybe teetering on the line. But um, that's the same way I had my first one was when I was like seven or eight, something like that. I had this one at the time was like my my worst nightmare ever. It's not even that scary. Like I was you know, you know I, I dreaming of myself being at home and then like my parents were leaving. And I was like, shit, wait for me. And so I went and run to try and get them. And then I finally got them. Like, oh, wait, I forgot something in the house. So then I went back in the house. And then when I went into the house, like everything turned black. And I looked at my door and had these like two dark glowing red eyes. And anyway, freaked my seven-year-old self out. Yeah, no, that's scary. That's scary enough. Yeah. So then like I wake up from it at that point. Like, oh, man, like that was fucking terrifying for me yeah but then like the very next night i had the same dream again and oh. the second it started it started the exact same way and i was like oh shit i know what's gonna happen but then i couldn't i couldn't stop anything everything would play out the exact same way wow. you know what i mean and at the exact same time groundhog's dream yeah yeah pretty wow. much so that wow. happened maybe like five or, or six times or so something like that in a row oh no no not, not in a row just like over the next like say month or okay so. okay and then right. all five times was the same dream same yeah. holy totally smoke. exactly the same played out the same have you have you ever looked into what that what the reason is for that like why someone have a recurring dream i have a recurring dream and what's funny is i had it for about a, um a good 10 years and uh it was about dental um, losing teeth and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a famous one, right? Yeah, like I would have that dream a lot, but I stopped um, working in the dental field two years ago, and I haven't had that dream in the last two years. Well, was, was it the exact, exact same, or were you just losing your teeth? This exact same. I wake up, I go to get ready for work, I look in the mirror, my teeth feel, I can feel the the feeling of them being loose and i start i'm like oh my god my tooth is loose and i start shaking it and it comes out of my hand and i'm like oh my and then they all start falling out it, now there's i mean i know we've had like cheesy ass dream doctors on our stupid you know morning show not the, the morning show's not stupid but the dream doctors i've always thought was stupid <laughs> uh and not that there are not any good dream doctors out there just the particular ones we've had has been cheesy and corny in my opinion but they always say that like that the, uh, one of the notorious ones that people have is teeth falling out and, and they they always give some meaning but did you just what was the meaning of it well from, i've did heard you, you like from dream books that it's right, just right. like stress and ah. Um, you think that yeah. has anything to do with the, fa- the fact that you went into the dental industry? I, I never had it before that. Really? I started having them. <laughs> I read one book that said that um, it has to do with something that I'm not saying and I need to release. And so then, but that could be so many things. I'm like, I don't wow. know. So, but it was just, it's weird because I've, I've had that countless times. Like I, it's not just three, four times, like wow. countless times. Uh, over yeah. the years, over about 20 years. That's so crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I've always seen like these dream interpretation, interpretation books and stuff like that. Like, like 
they, I think they can kind of work in some sense if it's from like the same culture and time, you know, in some degree. But for the most part, when it comes to like dream interpretation, it's really got to come from somebody who knows you really well. And even then, I'm not that big on dream interpretation myself. Right. Anyway, but like, you know, you really got to come. It's really got to come from yourself. But I got this though. Did you lose your teeth or anything like this? Oh my God! I have that shit fucking dream. Did, are we in a dream right now? You're dreaming right now, dude. <laughs> Holy crap! And speaking of time, uh, what time are you in? Because I hear fucking roosters, like as if we're just waking, waking up. up, and it's like one I in mean, the afternoon. I'm in my Pahu time. <laughs> all my neighbors got chickens. There's a bunch, bunch of wild, wild fucking chicken. chicken all over the place. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. We're we're Waipahu but still we feel like we're like time dimensions away because. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I normally only hear them in the morning, but Waipahu it's all day. All day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so going back, sorry, but going back to your story. So you had this this dream; it was reoccurring, and then how did that lead to you lucid dreaming? Oh, okay, okay, so, so um, nothing, nothing, nothing really. So, so like that happened earlier on, and that's right. all the ones I can really remember. Then like time moved on, and I hit puberty. Right, <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, I started realizing, hey, sometimes I realize I'm dreaming. I can have all the sex I want. <laughs> well, that's basically how it started happening. No way. So yeah. yeah. So now you're a teenager. The hormones are flowing, and yeah. now it's like the dream. But it's it's a lucid sexual dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. And so, so that would happen to me like about like once a month or so. Just, just I mean, not not necessarily have to have sex with every single one of them. Right, like, right. About once a month clip from basically my teenage years on, I would always have a lucid dream. Like, it, it and you're not even trying. You're not like yeah, a, yeah. you're not even trying. Wow. 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 That's but I think crazy. a lot of people probably have more lucid dreams than they might realize. It depends how. How, How much, much dreams, dreams are you really remembering, right? Because yeah. we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. I might, I might cut, cut down on chicken noise. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But like, um, shit, where, where was I? Uh, about the, maybe people we, may not realize they have lucid yeah, dreams. Right, because we don't oh, remember yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like the dream recall, because you're having, you know, like every about every 90 minutes, you're going to have a dream. Mm. And then one thing I actually noticed just recently, I, I don't do dream journaling, is of course one of the big pillars of it, right? Right. I'm too late to dream journal. Yeah. You want to dream journal all your dreams in the morning, you're talking like a good you know, 20 to 45 minutes or more of typing that shit out, right? It just right. takes too long. I got kids to get ready for school and stuff. But when, when I started, started doing, doing that, that, I realized I have a lot more kind of lucid dreams than like I even I even realized. But um, I think about I've read some books like like 20% of the population kind of just gets them naturally at about that clip about once a month or so. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Then it wasn't until about 2013 when I was just listening to a podcast, going through some shit. I can't even remember which one, but I remember somebody brought it up on one of them, and they're like. Talking about how they were reading the book and it was a skill that could be practiced and improved yeah. upon. Yeah. And I never looked at it like that. I was like, oh, you know, like it just happens sometimes. And I didn't really take it beyond just fun and pleasure seeking. Right. Then I started getting into some of the books because like Waking Life, that, you know, in 2001, I was not, I was, I was not concerned about it too much. Right. Right. Then I started learning more about it. I got really intrigued by it. And, and then, then once I realized it was like a skill, basically, mm. man, then, then I really started taking the practice seriously, got more into it. 
um, started talking to the heads off of my, my, my girlfriend at the time, but like my wife now, you know, all my friends, I could tell about it. Right. Like they, they just didn't care. You know, yeah. what I mean? nobody really cared. It's a fr- it's a fringe topic. It's pretty fringe. Like yeah. even like uh, when Waking Life is an MTV production. It was a movie back in what'd you say, like two thousand, early two thousand, right? Yeah. And um, you know Richard Linklater, who's like just a brilliant director, and he did what he he did like. Uh, slackers he did boyhood which is like his daughter's in it and he took 12 years in real time and shot in real time right and he just does these he's just a great uh, he's such a great mind he's actually one of the characters in waking life right and he shot it on like like i don't know like very cheap film like one of the cameras i had at the time but then they did did like cartoon rotoscoping on top of the film that was shot. So they're shooting, yeah. they're shooting with just like some home camera. This film, they're then, probably like, oh, this footage is is so shitty. <laughs> we have to. Uh, well, no, cover. they did it. They did it on purpose. Oh, they, oh, like they it's, did. It's a, it's, oh, a com- okay. it's a combining of these these uh, the visual art right where it's like you're using this VHSC tapes or something. It was like fucking cheap tapes. Oh, you have to make that decision before you. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they just take it in, and then you just like he had like 30 different artists like uh get different sections of the film and then they all put their particular graphic art you know uh that's why they're all all the clips are different different. but i mean what i thought was a perfect medium to choose to express the the world of lucid dreaming you know and uh just you know moving in and out of waking life which is the name of the film back into lucid dreaming and this is a very you know, it's a very, it's a stoner movie. <laughs> like the stoner, the stoner movie is all stoner movies, but, you know, we jokingly call it a stoner movie. In fact, we do, do we have a few scenes from that? We do, but mm, you didn't put, you, you didn't bring them up. Are they dreaming on the scenes? Well, not or? really, but I just, there, there's just, uh, there was one, maybe like the ukulele guy. That's yeah, the best part of the that's, movie. That's, like, that's, like, that's, like all those four, four guys or three guys he talks to. Yeah. That, 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 that part hits it. Well, I think we uh, we only have a small clip of it. I didn't get the whole thing, but we can just look at it a little bit. But the um, uh, yeah, this one right here, that guy. This one. Yeah, he's playing a ukulele, and he just it just talks a little bit about what uh, waking life is and what yeah here. Hang on, let me share this. Yeah, I should have found the one where he's talking to all three. You're right. That's the. Because a lot of this other stuff just goes into like philosophical topics like free will, you know, uh, the one where the girl's talking about when, when you say a word like love, it goes into someone's ear. But how do you guys know that you share the same meaning? Because everybody has slightly different experiences. Right? There's so much that movie just talks about so many different philosophical concepts and that are just like fringe thinking which we don't normally get to nerd out on and, and you know me and my friends used to have waking life parties <laughs> and like several so of them and we all get together and every time the party would would involve like a few of the ogs and then a bunch of new people who haven't seen it before and then we just have these like five hour discussions <laughs> you know because it's just such a wild topic uh you know so yeah why don't you just play this for a little bit but people get a little taste of what this is So this is in a dream. This guy's dreaming. This guy right here, sitting down on the floor. I had a friend once who told me that the worst mistake that you can make is to think that you are alive. When really you're 
asleep in life's waiting room. The trick is to combine your waking rational abilities with the infinite possibilities of your dreams. Because if you can do that, you can do anything. Did you ever have a job that you hated, worked really hard at? A long, hard day work, finally you get to go home, get in bed, close your eyes, and immediately you wake up and realize that the whole day at work had been a dream. bad enough that you sell your waking life for for minimum wage but now they get your dreams for free <laughs> okay that, that's just a small clip i was just looking real quick trying Beautiful. to find clips on yeah, yeah but it's it, you know the whole movie is like that where they're like little vignettes these characters pop in and out of of this guy's dream and you know and he that was just one of a clear place where he's talking kind of specifically about what a lucid dream is is where you're combining the waking rational you know mechanisms of your mind with the endless possibilities of the dream world and so at first i used to you know when i was when i heard about lucid dreaming i just thought it was this cool thing that can happen to you sometimes after i saw this movie i was like wait a minute like just like you i'm like wait a minute it's a skill you're combining, you're practicing, you're doing, what, what's the point of, what, what do you mean skill? What's, what do you get out of it? Like what, what does that skill bring you besides just fun? You know, it is fun, right? And then you, you know, I started to dig deeper. Richard Lenglader met this Stanford professor who wrote this book and it had all like how to do it. The dream journal was one of them. And the thing I started to find out and this, this is why it really piqued my interest was you can basically hack your brain right through lucid dreaming and give it these sort of hybrid realistic fa fantasy experiences which is basically just like quantum leaping the experiences of your everyday brain to to be like this matrix level neo level brain right neo you remember neo in the matrix where he just like plugs in karate tape and all of a sudden he knows karate <laughs> you know so i don't know if it's that easy as in the matrix but it's the it's one of the closest things that i've yet discovered mm. in 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 hacking your brain and it's cheap and it's easy and it's just and you're doing it every night when you sleep or when you're taking a nap and i mean uh you know truth be told after when i started trying to practice i had a couple of fucking just crazy lucid dreams and then i just tried a couple times and i couldn't do it and i got frustrated and then I fell off. So I, I love talking about the subject, but if I'm honest, you know, maybe it has something to do with smoking weed because I think you, you, you don't, oh, yeah. you don't, you don't remember <laughs> dreams when you smoke weed, <laughs> which is interesting because it's like when you smoke, you get high, you're like dreaming in waking life. But then when you go to sleep, it just blocks certain parts. Uh, well, of your, yeah, it fucks with your REM yeah. sleep or your stage four, right? So, so, so anyway, yeah, go ahead. I was just curious if you experienced anything like that. Like, have you been able to, um, like, change something in a dream that manifests, like, in, in reality? Like, in your waking life, your awake um, life? To, to, to some, some degree. degree. So, so I kind of have, like, like, I anticipated this question, and so I got, like, kind of two, two different examples of it. So one where it, it kind of seemed to help me more 
and the other one where it did not seem to work. Right, right, right. One was um, when, I, when I started my, my current job, this was like back in um, 2014, something like this, right about when I was really getting into this dream stuff too, right? I didn't know, but this current job, I mean, involved a lot of public speaking and like getting up in front of people and talking and shit, which is not something that I'm too into personally, right? Right, right. Never having been anything of a fan. And, and some, some of these dreams, dreams were lucid, some of them weren't, but I started having these dreams of doing it. And, and all of those I would get lucid, I'd be like, oh, wait. You know, you know I would get up there, and I think it was probably part of the, the high and the excitement of being lucid. So I'm already in like a really great state. So, so I would just would really kill the presentation or whatever, right? So, so I think in that sense, it did kind of help me, you know, at least realize that if I went up there and I did what I wanted to do, I could, I could be satisfied, satisfied with myself, myself and execute it you know, well enough. You experience the lessening of nerves in real yeah. life because you were practicing in this fantasy lucid dream world. Yeah, yeah basically, basically just helped me to show me, me like what it, what, like what it could, could turn out to be in, in the positive. It kind of helped me focus more on the positive aspects inside of me. Going up there and bombing and you know, forgetting what I got to say or saying something that's not correct and having to come back to me. So, so that would have helped for sure. And then and this other one just happened to me like, like, I don't know, like a couple months ago. And, and so I had this dream of skateboarding. I used to try to skateboard when I was in uh, high school. Always sucked at it, but I enjoyed trying to do it. Right? It was fun. And then like uh, my, my, my older son, he kind of wants to try and skateboard too. He's only seven, but you know, just kind of get used to rolling on the board and stuff. So anyway, I busted out my old board right all, all around this time. And I had this one lucid dream where I was killing the skateboard. And I remember thinking specifically in the gym, like, oh, this feels like, like all the body movements and everything felt in coordination. It, it felt like I was learning the movement. It really did. And I think in some cases, I probably was. Mm. But then I woke up the next day, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go try this. But I still suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I ask you this? Do, do you surf? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, the first thing came to mind is I wonder, like, do you think that maybe if you surf, it mimics some of those same motions. So the, the thing that you're feeling was something that was already because it was familiar to you. Or do you think oh, yeah. that it was just some brand new skill in your dream? You, you know, know what? what? You, you know, know my first, first you know, know my actual thought, thought was? It's, it's from, from like playing um, skateboarding video games. Oh. Mm. Watching videos of it so I could see the movement. Which is very similar. Yeah. Like watching people, I mean, in, in certain aspects. Right. right. In certain sports, I mean, like I suck at basketball, I was telling you earlier, but yeah. certain other sports, I can watch somebody move and I can mimic it pretty quick, right? And I can pick it up. Like Max so Holloway in UFC. Yeah, Max, Max said he would like practice uh, moves in a video game and then just try him yeah. out in the octagon. That's so crazy. And like it would work, you know, yeah. which is like oh. interesting, right? There's love. You mentioned basketball, but, you know, one of the most famous coaches of all time, uh, Phil Jackson, right? He would he famously bring in this whole like turn off the lights in the gym, make Kobe, Michael Jordan. They would all sit on the floor. And then they would meditate. Mm. And then, you know, Phil was the Zen master, right? And he just like, you know, picture, picture yourself at the free throw, you know? <laughs> I can't do, I can't do Phil Jackson's voice. It's so low. But you know what I mean? And it's just like, you're shooting. Everything's going in. Swish, you know? And, you know, everybody, MJ, Kobe, they all thought he was fruity cakes, nuts at first. But then they said, that everybody said, oh my God. After a while, it helps, right? Wow. You know, yeah. you can even just picture yourself 
over and over again. This is just regular, just sitting in a gym. You're not even lucid dreaming, right? You're just picturing it. And it's like, it's like the, the brain is just, it's interesting, right? It's this piece of equipment that it fires off <clears throat> these signals, right? And it projects, uh, even right now, our waking life projection is like, you know, we got eyeballs that only process two-dimensional imagery, but then, the, you know, hits the, the back of our, you know, what, you know, the, the eye area, that everything that's allotted to that. I don't know all the famous uh, names for it, right? But I get the gist of it from reading some stupid books, right? And so it's like, and then our mind projects this idea of three-dimension, right? And so even right now, it's like this, this fabrication, right? Reality itself is hybrid dreaming, just sitting yeah, here yeah, talking to you, right, right. And so then when we're waking, I mean, when we're lucid dreaming, right, and this is all from that book from that Stanford professor who wrote about it, you know, it's, you know, they have the scientific data showing that the brain is doing the same shit. Like there's maybe a certain thing suppressed so that, you know, your body doesn't move and think that it's an actual life. But then sometimes... Like there's, a, there's like jolts and yeah, <laughs> right. And you get these like crossover streams, right? And so I think there's like so many levels to it. I don't know if lucid dreaming is the ultimate way to hack the brain or if Phil Jackson's Zen master meditation is the way or Max Holloway in this video game. But there seems to be this theme where like there's so much power in, you know, using our brain's minds the mind's eye so to speak right and and yet i you know so few of us even as i'm even as i'm saying this right now it's like so few of us including me uh, seem to be using this you know i mean i'm interesting but you know what you know what's fresh I, I, as i'm talking about this for me and you can you know i want to hear more about your experience but it was so frustrating to after having achieved it a few times and then i couldn't do it I don't know. I just got, I don't know if I got lazy or I got just like, oh, fuck it. Or, you know, maybe I was just like, well, do I have to not smoke weed in order to get this? <laughs> I just chose weed for a decade. So sorry. <laughs> but like, yeah. How, what is, how do you find your, like, do you confront these frustrating like ups and downs with it? Or are you just finding a slow evolution? Like what's your experience? So like, like the, the, the main key that I even like to say like, on my channel and sometimes when people have that same type of question, like, oh, it's so hard. Yeah, I mean, it seems to take so much effort at first. Right. So my main deal with this, and honestly, it's the same way that I approach my practice as well. Is you just, it's like, it's do it your whole life. Right. This is a practice you're going to literally practice your entire life. So no rush. Right. If it takes you, you know, years to to get really proficient at it, you know, who cares? Because you're going to every night anyway. Right. So my always approach to it is, whatever you want your lucid dreaming practice to be. You know, make it something that's easy enough that you can continually, that you'll continue to do it, right? So like dream journaling, for instance, let's bring that up again because that's such a pillar of the practice. But it's something I definitely don't do very much. Like people say you got to dream journal every night, you got to do this, you got to do that. Where I just did it, uh, actually went through this in a video a month or so ago, trying to figure out how much I actually dream journal. So I really only dream journal on average, like six to eight nights a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's, that's it. That's still uh, sometimes I would do way more when, when like, you know, if I'm particularly like this, uh, this year, I was really trying to make that one of my new, well, I guess it was like a February resolution. I didn't start it until like February, but I was like, man, I really got to want to try and get better at it. But 
you know, you, you just want to do whatever you can continually do. do. Um, another pillar of it would be like reality checks, right? right? Where it's something you're going to do in your waking life that would be different in your dream life that you can therefore, when you have that question pop up in your dream, am I dreaming or not? You can do this reality check to, to, to prove it to yourself. Right. Because but it's like, it's not a natural, like, thought that comes to your mind when you're dreaming. And I, you know, I, you know, because I know about what lucid dreaming is and I've had experiences with it and then I got frustrated and I stopped, you know, I, I will still have this dream every once in a while that I will remember, even though I'm a big stoner. And it'll be something stupid, right? Where like I'm getting in, in an argument with Einstein at Starbucks <laughs> and, you know, and we're trying to, we're, we're discussing what venti really means or whatever. <laughs> And it, I wake up and I like, it, I'm so pissed at myself that I didn't realize that was a dream, right? Because it's like, obviously, it's obviously <laughs> that's a dream, right? It's a dream, right? Yeah. But then I'm just in that dream. I was like, this is strange. But look, Albert, buddy, look, I, you just came here. I'm telling you what venti means <laughs> or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. I, and I'm just making up. I, don't, I didn't have that specific dream, but it's something that like obvious, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God, you didn't, like, take advantage of. So, like, we have to do things like yeah. look at a digital clock in waking life so that every day you look at a digital clock just to check to see uh, you start to form this habit so that when you're dreaming, you, you look at clocks. And then according, and this is according to waking life. And according to this book I read, uh, the mind can't really formulate digital numbers uh on a digital clock right yeah so that's what i don't know that's just what i read things like that and even the dream journal i just want to explain that real quick uh when i was reading that book the reason why you want a dream journal at least this book said was again we our mind just throws away the data a lot of the times when you wake up it's just like we don't need this shit this is just like extra but if you wake up and the very first thing you do is write down your dream even if it's kind of difficult at first your brain will go oh shit is this what we're doing every day we're, we're writing it down i tell you what why don't i hold this information a little bit longer right. like this shit's important right so you're training there's little things like this where you're really training your brain to do stuff that it's not necessarily automatically algorithmically like programmed to do but what's what's exciting is that it's possible to you know Go into the settings and rehack. The thing with the dream journaling is I, I did try to do that and not necessarily for lucid dream, just because I was having these really weird dreams. Right. And um, so I, I didn't know, uh, I don't know, you know, what was the cause or whatever, but I felt like me writing it down every day was mm. making my dreams worse. Mm. And so it was like, I was having really weird dreams like right and and so i would write it down and then the, you know the next night it would be just even crazier and crazier and it just made me scared it made me scared to sleep and like you know the whole thing mm -hmm. where you like i would go to sleep and then i'd wake up and i'd be like panicked and i'm like oh my god i'm scared to go you know like go back to sleep and then so I wait, maybe get up and get a glass of water or whatever. And then I go back to sleep and I freaking continue the dream. It would just drive me nuts. Like I so then I just quit the journaling. Like, uh, well, so continuing the dream is actually um, can really help you get lucid more often. That's another thing that I just kind of naturally always would do, which would be bad sometimes when you're having a bad dream. You go to sleep, it continues. But that actually is kind of um, 
that, that can be a good aid in, in you know, um, advancing in the practice. But um, so, so a couple things to touch on here. So first of all, the, the reality check thing. Um, so you want to make it a habit, so you do it enough, you're kind of getting at this, right? You do it enough in the waking time that it becomes, you eventually do it in the dream, right. you do it in the dream, you can snap into it. The, the only problem, problem with like the digital plots and even reading text, and the turning the light, often. turning the light yeah. off and on, like in the dream world, apparently that doesn't work. You know, know what's funny is I've never, never actually tried that one, but I have had these really bright flashes, like when you know, something really crazy is happening. So I, it's funny. funny. I should try that. I'm gonna rewatch them. Waking life. life. They brought that up. Like, that's not. That's, that's actually one lucid dream thing I've never like specifically tried to go and do, but. Um, for, for like, like the, the reading stuff. stuff. So reading very often is off. Like, like the words will change. Yes. I think it's a, Yes. Yes. But, but it's, it's not always. always. You know ah. I mean? so it's, not, it's not 100%. Right. Um, and also, another good one is like, uh, you do like a hand reality check. This one I like the most. Ah. Especially because I got tattoos and stuff too. So it's even, I would look at my hand if I'm missing, you know, my tattoos are off or I got six fingers on my hands literally. I'll, yeah. I'll know that I'll know that I'm dreaming. Plus, your hands are always with you. Or sometimes you might not have something to read or a digital plot, like you're watching your hand or something. Right. But the best reality check, this is pretty much the most foolproof one you can do, is you'll pinch your nose and you hold your breath. And then if you don't start suffocating, you're dreaming. <laughs> so that's, wow. That's a, that seems practical. You think like yeah. some of these are like case by case, like it depends on who you are. Or like that one you think is just like across the board for everybody, like the light switch, the digital clocks, the reading. Like Are they all just like tools, like it, try all of them and see which one works? It's just like, yeah, yeah, I see. I think definitely, definitely it, would, it would kind of vary from person to person. I mean, without a doubt. But um, uh, another way I would try to keep my practice like as basic as possible, not to think about it as a problem, but doing reality checks and trying to make the habit, just forget. You, you go through your, your whole damn day, day like once, once like, oh crap, I never did any reality check today. So what you can do is I put like a random alarm generator on my phone with a unique ring to it, so I didn't even have to pick it up to see it. So whenever I heard that sound, it would just remind me to, to do my reality check. So that's the way to kind of That's smart. You know, right. And so you found that that when you're dreaming, it starts to show up. Like those reality checks do do show up. Wow. Wow. See, Something that does happen too as you progress in it is you kind of don't need it as much. Like, I mean, you'll just kind of, you'll get it. Am I dreaming? And then you can kind of just check in with yourself and figure it out. You don't need, you know, those are just like the beginning, like, like crutches. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just don't necessarily need it. And then you can do something like this. Just think, where were you? Where are you now? Where are you going? Mm. So, so just kind of think about what you're doing and if it all checks out. And a lot of times if it doesn't check out, you'll be like, oh, I'm dreaming. And then you can do... I guess this kind of is a reality check. You can just be like, okay, I'm going to jump. And then if you start floating or flying away, okay, I'm dreaming, fly off. You know what I mean? Go do whatever you want. Wow. I would love to be able to get gain control because, like I said, with those dreams being so weird, I would love to be able to go, okay, this is a dream, and I can control my environment, right? That's so, yeah. I just had one, like, the other week where it's like it was just like this – I don't know who I was in this room with people from my a past life and they were just like, you know, saying some shit that I didn't really like. And then I just had that feeling like, fuck you guys, dude. 
And then it just went on forever. And I was just like thinking, like waiting for the fucking person to stop talking. But I was just saying, like, I'll just wait my turn. And it just felt, it was like two, three hours of this boring. It wasn't like mm -hmm. a big dream. I was just in this fucking maybe classroom or some shit. And I was like, I, I see you looking at me, dude. Like, what do you fucking, what do you want? <laughs> right. You know, just like these, these feelings that they're just not great. It wasn't like a nightmare, but it was just like, and then yeah. I woke up. I'm like, you just spent four hours in a class feeling all these weird <laughs> stupid judgment feelings and then if you just knew your dream you just are flew out the window and go yeah. fight dragons or some shit right it's like uh yeah. you know and that, that's, that's the beauty crazy. of it too and then you know the the metaphor that i love really too is that that's very much the same with life like waking life is very similar and we may not be able to fly when you realize that on one level you're just a bunch of programs in a bag of water Right. So it's like in the dream world. Okay. I think this is reality, but I'm dreaming. And once you realize you're lucid dreaming, you can fly out the window, do all these crazy shits. Right. You know, yeah. uh, I, I, you know, one of my favorite ones once was when I realized I was lucid dreaming, I flew out the window of where the fuck I was. And I started surfing with no surfboard, just on my feet. And I started to make my own waves. There's no fucking beach. There's no water. It's just middle of the ocean. And I'm just surfing for fucking miles on my feet. And doing like fucking, and I feel the water on my feet wow. more realistically than I had ever felt water touch my body ever. Wow. And the beauty of the sunset and the fucking thing, it was like, it's, it's, I can't even explain it because it's like, and I've had morphine when I, <laughs> when I broke my arm, I had morphine. I remember thinking, I can't believe I had to break my collarbone and be in this stupid fucking hospital to say, I think this is my favorite moment of my entire human yeah. life. I mean, it was like my best moment of my life. I'm not going to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that's a controversial topic, kids. But Uncle Ryan's favorite moment in life was morphine induced. I don't know what to do with yeah. that. Don't do it, it right now. Good, it is a good feeling. But I was on heroin, basically, or opium or whatever, all from the same family. And I was just like, <laughs> and I remember telling the doctor, I was like, I don't know if anybody's told you this, doctor, but I love you so much. And everything you do for the world, like you're such a good person. And I tried to hug my doctor. And wow. I remember that's the, <laughs> yes, well, that's the feeling I had surfing in this lucid dream. Right. And so even, you know, at first it was just for the crack pleasure experience of, oh my God, you can make anything that your fantasy, your imagination can think up of, you can create in this world. And then you experience it more realistically than I'm experiencing this right now, even. Mm. Like, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like the skateboarding thing, where I can't, I can't have that experience of skateboarding and doing that trick. Right. But in that dream, I had that, and it felt completely solid, raw fun, and I can't have that. In, in real life, life actually, I'm going to break myself. myself. Yeah. That's really why I was, I was like, I was too scared, scared to, to go really fast and try a trick when I was trying to skateboard. By the, uh, by by the way, like, uh, is that how you broke your tooth? Uh, no, that was fighting at Sandy's when I was Oh, no. Oh, that's hilarious. I can't believe it took me like half an hour to go back to that and ask you why you broke your tooth. But <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to ask that later, but it just came up. Um. So uh, yeah. for the skateboarding, when you had that dream, did you go, I'm going to learn how to skateboard and like a skateboard appears or like you were already dreaming about skateboarding and then you were like, let me try this in my, like, did you make that happen uh, or 
you were already I, I did the second, second time, time. So, so that might have had two. So a lot of times, if if I, I get lucid early on, there's a good chance I could have multiple that, that night. Mm. So I just happened to be doing it earlier on. I, I don't actually remember how I got into it. I'd have to read my because all my lucid dreams, I try to. Journalists all like the kind of more interesting ones, and not just really. Sometimes there'll be really short moments there, like, oh, I'm lucid, and then the dream ends, or something like that. So I won't record those. All the kind of longer ones, I always try to record. So I was thinking, I was like, wow, it really felt good, and I wanted to try and do it. I felt like I was learning. It really did feel like I was learning the movements. And then two dreams after that, it wasn't immediately after going back to sleep. Anyway, later on, I had another dream where I did do it on purpose. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, I was talking about like, you know, the dream I had a couple of weeks ago where it was just mundane and it kind of reminded me of the ukulele guy saying like, do you ever like spend a whole day at work and then you wake up and you realize I got to actually go to work, right? It's bad enough that, you know, what is it? You, you uh, sell your waking life for minimum wage, but now they get your dreams for free. Like that fucking line is so crazy right because it's not just about doing better as a lucid dreamer right it's it's what's really mind-blowing is that our waking life in it is so much like a dream itself like waking life as we walk around like i said with this 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 you know projection part fantasy which we call reality but our mind can only process data like a fucking biological computer and everything that is real to us really is a projection of these tools that we have. Right. So it's like, you want to think of like, Oh, a dream is just like this crazy dream world. It's fucking crazy, man. And waking life is like sobriety, responsibility, you know, fucking, you know, getting to work on time and all this boring shit, but it's really not. It's because we've accepted that, right? Our programs tell us, Hey, fit in with the masses, right? We have sociological like triggers or alarms that have been set for centuries of genetic settings, right? That say like, hey, don't go against the 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 masses too much. Maybe even that's why some of us, especially Asians, are like, you know, afraid to public speak or whatever it is, or to do these things. We're wired with like, well, if I fuck up, I'm fucking up in front of like lots of people, which is kind of why I like to have this podcast be <laughs> very small. It's live technically. <laughs> But it's not real. It's like only a handful of people. They move in and out. You know, a few hundred people that see it. That definitely makes me feel better. It's like, a, but it's like a little bit like that, right? It's yeah. like lucid dreaming. We're practicing. I, I you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We're trying. I, to, I was trying to get like for a while. I was like, can we just do recorded ones? Like, can we record as, it and then post fun. it? That's the, for me, I'm like, let's get a little bit more thrill seeky. It's like just the idea of like somebody like watching live, right. like just. Yeah. I don't know. It's just un, it's uncomfortable. You but know? that's the hack. That's the brain hack. I want I'm programming my skill in a context of slight pressure because yeah. I think that better evolves my overall skill of of basically treating my waking life kind of like a lucid dream where I fucking decide how this goes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tap into my pleasure centers. I'm not going to just give into the you know the automatics i I need to wake i need to wake myself up while i'm awake Mm. like that's the part that all comes full circle with 
<laughs> you know, and uh, which which bring me to another uh, scene in Waking Life. I want I have them kind of set up just in case, and I, I didn't even know when I was going to bring it up. I thought we'd just have conversations and see what's up. But after the thing, I, the the thing I just said, can you pull up the part where the it's the the guy who's dreaming runs into a girl? Not that one. We're going to get to that one. That one's good. There, there. This girl. And they just say hi and pass each other. And she's like, wait a minute. That's Why are we like being like ants? This is so good. And she's talking about the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Where it's like even when we're awake, we're still being in this like kind of sleep. This sleep oh, automatic program fucking bullshit. And there's so much more we could get out of it if we could snap, our set of, uh, snap ourselves out of this ant-like mode. Should I play it? music <laughs> so great all the things are moving too like a dream and excuse me excuse me hey could we do that again i know we haven't met but i don't want to be an aunt you know I mean, it's like we go through life with our antennas bouncing off one another continuously on ant autopilot with nothing really human required of us. Stop, go, walk here, drive there. All action basically for survival, all communication simply to keep this ant colony buzzing along in an efficient, polite manner. Here's your change. Paper or plastic? Credit or debit? You want ketchup with that? I don't want a straw. I want real human moments. I want to see you. I want you to see me. I don't want to give that up. I don't want to be an ant, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I don't want to be an ant either. <laughs> yeah, thanks for kind of like jostling me there. I've been kind of on zombie autopilot lately. I don't feel like an ant in my head, but I guess I probably look like one. It's kind of like D.H. Lawrence had this idea of two people meeting on a road, and instead of just uh, passing and glancing away, they decide to accept what he calls the confrontation between their souls. It's like, uh, like freeing the brave, reckless gods within us all. And then it's like we have met. Why do they both have Pete Davidson eyes? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, like, dude, I don't want a straw. I want real human moments. Oh, I love that line. And again, like, it's the whole, every part of that, um, the script is just very poetic. It's just beautiful like that. But, you know, set in these, like, dream-like contexts. But that, like, that could happen, that conversation could happen with, in real life, especially if you're in a coffee house in Kailua. That chick exists, man. Yeah. <laughs> that hippie Holly chick exists, and I love her. Why not? She took a chance. She's a stranger, right? Asians, we never do that shit. That's why those, those, that was two white people. Like, <laughs> Asians, we just walk make right. make realistic. Yeah, I mean, if, the, if I was an Asian uh, guy, he would have been, no, I like Ant. Ant is fine. <laughs> you're weird. Don't talk to me. <laughs> But the sentiment. Yeah, but sometimes you can, you can find, find that, that though, like more, more helpful dream characters, characters who can actually come by. And, oh, really? And yeah, yeah, yeah they'll come by and they can help you get lucid. A lot of times, even even better than that. Like when you are lucid, like when yeah. you found like in your Einstein example. Yeah. When you find now whether it's really Einstein or not. Right. It's your projection of Einstein. 
But it's, it's your, your mental, mental projection, projection right. you get to talk to that part of you, you know, that, that could be a lot smarter than, than this, you know, cognizant part of me right now. So you can learn a lot from them. Dude, I remember once I had a dream where I was doing stand-up and then George Carlin was in the crowd, who was like one of my favorite all-time stand-ups. So I'm in the dream. I'm in the dream doing stand-up. And then Carlin is heckling, <laughs> right? And I'm like, normally I'm like, fuck you, heckler. But now I see that's George Carlin. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you heckle away. Like, whatever you have to say, I want to hear. So he's just like, well, look, if I were, if I were doing that joke, I would have done this, right? And I'm oh, like, wow. and, I, and so I'm doing my jokes. And he's like, why not just say this instead of that? And then that way this comes first. And then you won't give that part away. Wait a beat. And then you give that part or whatever. He was giving me like joke advice, right? And that was just you giving yourself yes. advice. <laughs> right. So I woke up and I remember I remembered it. It was so like it was like, and really you know, what's so funny. It. it was so long time ago. I don't remember what the fuck he said <laughs> now. Yeah. But I remember at the time. But it helped you at the time. At the time, I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, I have this brilliant joke. That fucking, but it's not mine. It's George Carlin's. I thought that for a couple days where like I wrote it down and I was just like, shit, I wish I thought of this joke. It was like Carlin came up. He correct. He, he, and then I, then I caught myself telling this story. I'm like, wait a minute. That wasn't Carlin. That was me dreaming of Carlin telling me I'm telling, I wrote the joke. Or, or <laughs> it could be that one late night you oh. were watching Carlin and you maybe don't remember him telling the joke, don't but ruin somewhere it. in there, don't it's ruin stung. it. That was me. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. Or <laughs> I mean, I mean, Matt might even like blow our minds more. He's like, or was that Carlin? Uh. <laughs> in some well, multi. This is a kind of funny part about this whole gaming community, right? right. Because it is very like, you know, like because the gaming experience, it can be such a powerful experience that if you have some preconceived notions and something, it can easily land you in, in kind of crazy land. Yes. Right now, anybody who's already watched this podcast have already decided 15 minutes ago, all three of these bastards are crazy. <laughs> Every yeah, single yeah. person on this podcast is fucking Looney no, Tunes. No, they knew that from day one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe. I'm just saying. Maybe. So when you see strangers in your dream, because I cannot get over this, right? It's like, I'm like, where the fuck do these people come from? Like, I've never seen that person in my life. Right. Why are they in my head? Like, right. what, what part do you... So when you... Have uh, you talked to strangers? Like, you know, my, this is my general perspective on it. Right? And this is why another reason why I like to practice so much. It's, it's like you get to directly interact visually with your subconscious. Right? Like, okay, so whether it was really me, like, seeing my deceased grandfather right after he died, or it was just a mental projection of him, Dude. The, 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 the interaction was so meaningful to, to me, me that it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And, 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 and science, uh, yeah, scientifically, your brain acts as if that experience actually happened to you. There's no neurological difference as far as electrical chemical signals are concerned. At least as far as we can tell. And what do we fucking know? Probably right. nothing. Not that much yet. We're probably just scratching the surface. But hi, Jody. I'm here for the crazy. I know. See, <laughs> we're you know, it's yeah. like crazy isn't bad. We can. We're basically this is a crazy bat signal, and all the crazies can collect ah, and, nice. and join forces. We need to have a safe space. <laughs> but you know, why not? Like you know, uh, drum up, uh, you know, a, a dead dad or something. 
Right. You know, have coffee with Dead Dad and Lucid Dreams. Oh, I would that, love to do, do that. It. You could do that through this, right? And it's like, whatever, whatever. Like, if it's healing to you and it feels good, and even if it's you making your dad say some shit, I it's, don't care. Uh, wh- I would how love fun to would that see be? him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're getting emotional right now. I am. It's outside of your conscious awareness. You know, even if it is, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, that experience won't even be that. But totally. even besides like, the dream character stuff, right. now, a lot of the books will make this like it's like it happens. All you got to do is just shout out to the dream for some crazy shit that happened. Right. But it definitely can't happen. Like, you can you can just shout out to the dream. So you're not even talking to any character. It's just like, you know, show, show me something exciting. Wow. And then, like, like boom, like, like a mirror will appear. Like, okay, guess I'm gonna walk through this mirror and see where it takes me. Matrix Four, Matrix Four again. What's your craziest <laughs> thing that's happened? Yes, good, good question. I mean, I guess this. There's, there's so many. Like, that's the main thing I use dream journals for. Is like, had like thousands. So I just forget them. I mean, like, I gotta read through my dream journal to, to kind of. Um, Remind me. So, so I did read through some, and then I found I found this one earlier in kind of preparation for this. And this is it's not it's, it's kind of bad. It's not it's not a good dream. I mean, it, it ends deep, but like the beginning is is bad. So I was having this dream. I wasn't lucid yet. Around like this party, right? And then like everybody leaves me to, to go off. We're going we're going to this other spot before I was ready to go. And then me and my son are stuck there. I'm like ah, assholes. Adrian, let's go walk over and start going to them. And so, so then, you know, we're, we're going, going over there. It's a really long trek as we're going there. And uh, long story short, it ends up, it ends up being where this dream character comes and steals him away from me. Oh. Right? And I was like, I got so fucking mad. I mean, yeah. I was not lucid. So this is what I'm thinking it is real. Right, right. right. Like extremely angry. This is pretty much the most angry I've ever been in one yeah. of these dreams. Yeah. And so then I wake up and I'm like, oh, that motherfucker. I'm going back and I'm getting this ass. So then I fall back asleep. Right. Pick up the dream right where I left off. Oh my god! And then, and then I can't, I can't, I can't find him. him. I can't, I can't find the guy anywhere. So, so I basically just start going berserk on trying, like, I'm gonna get everybody at this right. moment. Oh, but if I do find the guy, and then when I start attacking him, I black out. So oh I don't remember god. anything. But I stay in the dream. But I didn't wake up. Right. I just like my mind just. Make me forget yeah. it. Probably. Wait, but what woke you up the first time? You said you woke up and then you had to go back to sleep to fucking find him. Like you're, you're yeah, I was angry. I, I, got, I got, got emotionally angry. And you woke so up. Woke up. Oh angry. my god! And then you woke up. You're like, fuck that! I'm going back in. Like, I, like yeah. literally, like Matrix. Like I'm going back. Yeah, in. yeah. Well, I mean, like even like Pisa said, for some people, naturally continuing the dream when you go back to sleep. Wow, that's, that's just something that it always happens, happens, good or bad. Wow, like if I I've never, I've never been able to do that. Every time I dream, it's ever been different. I've never had a recurring dream my whole life. What? It's every, yeah, yeah. every time I dream, it's different. Never. I've so had, I just trip I've out. had several recurring dreams. The tooth, the teeth one, that one is the most like I've had that. Like I said, countless times. But um, I've had like I've had this dream where like I'm trying to escape. And this, the I'm with these guys. They're trying to. They're like, come on, come this way, come this way. So we're following, going, going, and they're like, okay, the, this we're in this tall, high ceiling room, and this bag comes down from the ceiling, and they're like, okay, you guys got to get in the bag, and we're gonna we're lift you up, and you get out through the roof. There's someone up in the roof. So this guy put I go to get in, and he, this guy pushes me out of the way, and he jumps in, and they start lifting him up all the way to the top, and they purposely let him go, and he fell, and like I could hear his body like flap on the ground. <laughs> 
Yeah. And um, and and then that makes me wake up that that part like a smack. And then I see, you know, and then and I wake up and I've had that dream like several times, like always pushing me out of the way. And then. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so what do you think? I, that- I, I kind of consider those different. Though. Oh, okay. so like a, a recurring dream, if you have it the next night. Is it's, it's kind of different, different than going immediately back to sleep and then continuing that. that oh, okay, okay, slightly different categories. Okay. And yeah. then yeah. the yeah. one, <laughs> one where I went to sleep. I, I, I don't know. I, I wrote it down. I can't remember right now. But it was like, I mean, there were frogs. It was like frogs were jumping all over the place, and we were stepping like just smashing all the frogs, and then um, the Ooh. the ground started breaking apart. So What's we started this? running, and then these little robot machines started coming down, and we're like um like pe- peeling off people's skin. Oh, like Ooh. that, yeah. And then so I got I was so freaked out. Um, and matter of fact, and Mary J. Blige was in concert, and she was singing. Of course she and, was. <laughs> and so <laughs> all this, you know, like. We were just, it was just a constant chase. Like we're running, 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 you know, I'm tired. I wake up, I'm out of breath. I went, you know, I'm out of breath and I'm just like, holy crap, that was so scary. And then I'm like, I try to stay awake and, you know, then I doze back off and then I'm just dreaming back. Like now I'm safe, but now we're trying to figure out how to get out of this, this situation. You know, the the big dream I had after watching Waking Life and I realized is something you could do on purpose. And the one where I was creating the waves and I was surfing. And that was probably my, I, I remember it to this day because it was like the biggest one and it lasted the longest. And I remember telling myself, oh, you're awake. You're in it. You're doing it. This is waking life. It's happening. You, you know, you practice, you tried, you had the dream journal. It's my first one trying. I think it was like the first night I got a dream journal. Wow. It just, and it was just like this big old lucid dream. So I'm surfing. I'm creating the waves. What was funny is uh, you, you know this person because she's an orthodontist in Hawaii. But uh, I had this crush on Malia Kamasugi like in eighth grade. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So as I'm surfing, I, for whatever reason, uh, and it, okay. And this is what I want to tell you about this, right? I, I'm, so I'm creating these waves and I'm feeling like a God. I'm feeling like, uh, the, the, I can't believe this shit has been like hidden from me my whole right. life. And I'm just, I can't believe it. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm high, like I'm on morphine and I'm just, it's even better. Cause I'm fucking creating this shit and I'm feeling it is there's, but there's no better feeling than this. Right. And then next thing you know, uh, I you, I go in and out like I'm losing. Does this ever happen to you? Where like part of it's a dream, and then like I started off lucid dreaming, and you know, kind of maybe like Icarus, right? I'm all cocky. I'm like, fuck yeah, lucid dreaming. Watch me now. Look, mama, no hands, and I'm just going off, right? And then all of a sudden, I see this castle, right? And then instant. Now that I look back at it, instantly I forgot I was lucid dreaming. Now I'm yeah. just surfing right and then next thing you know i'm i'm flying through a castle window which is dreamlike but i'm more just like okay what's in this castle you know and then i see malia kamasugi tied to a chair in the middle of this empty castle and i'm like oh my god that's malia kamasugi i gotta save her (laughs) who's tied her up (laughs) i'm like are you okay malia what's happening you know and and she's like happy to see me i'm like you're happy to see me? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just like a nerd in eighth grade. I don't know who you are. I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't like me. You're like this hot surfer chick back when in eighth you, grade. When you looked at her, I mean, I was a she, class clown, but she was like beyond my league in my mind. You know, okay, but grade. you weren't in a, you were an adult dreaming, and she was an so adult. You she was saw an adult. her as an adult in your dream. She was an adult okay. as a dream, and uh, you know, but she looked like you know whatever twenty something at her peak, hot like bikini, like hot, right? You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> And I'm, but I'm thinking like I haven't seen you since eighth grade, 
right? But so, but you know, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Like she's tied up in a castle, and I'm the only one here. Shit, like, I've, fuck, I gotta save her, right? Obviously, but I for, kind of forgot I was dreaming, right? And then yeah. I'm like, you know, are you okay? And she's like flirting with me in ropes, which is weird, right? I'm like, she's like, oh, I'll be fine. And I'm like, so I'm trying to undo the ropes. And then I, through the window, these eighth grade type groms, like surfer groms, who are probably cool in eighth grade. And I wasn't as cool. I was a class clown, but not, I wasn't like the surfer cool guy who was like dating all the hottest chicks in school. I'm like making them laugh, trying to get up to like surfer level, surfer athlete level. Like everybody wants the surfer athletes, but they're like, oh, Ryan, you're cute and funny. Like I, that was my eighth grade feeling. So, uh, you know, I'm now I'm getting nervous. Like I'm flirting with this adult version of Malia, but these little eighth grade kids are coming on. It's like, what are you doing, Ryan? You're going to save her? You're nothing. I'm like, I'm not nothing. And I'm fighting with these little, they're like half my size. So it's like I lost, and then I go, wait a minute, I'm fucking lucid dreaming. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's on now, right? So like I just magically like start to levitate her in the chair, right? Ropes start falling off, and all the ground's like, how are you doing this? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, ha, 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 ha. You, I almost forgot I was dreaming, you little fucks. Here we go. You're not going <laughs> to steal my... I, you, I was in the middle of shooting my shot, you fucking, like, cock blockers, right? <laughs> so she starts levitating. She starts levitating. And then I start forgetting I'm dreaming again. So then she yeah. falls back down to the fucking chair. She's like, she's like, what are you doing? And the ground starts laughing at me. Like, <laughs> you're, not, you're not fucking magic. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> And then look, I'm going, and then I remember, I remember again. So it's like I'm going back and forth of remembering yeah. I'm dreaming to like I'm not dreaming and I'm just in this problem. So at one point, I remember I'm like, okay, I'm levitating her again. I'm like, ah ha ha ha, you guys can't touch her. I'm levitating her. She's in the chair. And then I did it too strong and I smashed her into the roof. What the hell? <laughs> and, she, oh, and now she's pissed at me. Did you ever save her? No, because. Uh, after that, she walked out, and then I tried to find her for like two more hours in the dream, and it wasn't a pleasant ending because oh, I okay, I forgot so you, I was dreaming again. I just ended that way, right. I did, you know, because I couldn't hold on to it. Well, you Does bring that make up sense? A, a good point. You say two uh, two more hours in your dream, or, or it felt what it felt it like it felt like two yeah. hours. It might have been but, two minutes. Um, how long do you think lucid dreaming? That how long do you think you can actually lucid dream for? Oh. But, but good, good, good question. question. So, so you, you can, can actually learn to, to prolong it. it. You can actually prolong it. So I've had some that went two hours, and I know it was two hours. Because you saw. Because I wake up a lot. I'll exert too much effort to dream, and I'll wake up, look at the clock, go back to sleep, and continue uh, to dream. So you, you can. I mean, that's pretty difficult. But normally, if you're going to be dreaming towards, like, if you're lucid dreaming towards the end of your sleep, like six, seven, eight hours right. in, you, you could, could maybe, maybe get like an hour plus would be would be a really long one. Like wow. typically like something close to like ninety minutes would be like generally what they would consider to be the max. But you can that's the cycle. That's your sleep cycle, yeah, you, right? You can certainly push it out more. But um. Oh uh, wait, wait. So the defense of the dream I was getting at, not okay. leaving on the no, no. black and killing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so after after I black out, I, I come back to it. And we're all in the. Same room you were in earlier with all everybody else, some other friends, people that were with us who left off to this other thing that they left me and my son at. And I'm still so mad, so I'm like, 
shot into the dream. Why are you making me go through this? Wow. Like, 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 what the fuck? Like, why? Yeah. Why do I gotta feel this mad? I don't wanna feel this. Yeah. Right? But I didn't wanna get out of the dream. I was stuck. I was wanting to be in that dream and figure out what the point of this shit was. Right. I never really get to the bottom of like, and anyway. So eventually, I started thinking, thinking, oh, maybe there's too many people around here that is going to throw off what the dream wants to tell me. So I make all the people in the party disappear. So I'm just shouting out in this empty room. Then the door opens up, and he looked like one of my old boys, Kip. So anyway, so like, you in the front, like, ah, like, you know, what are you doing? He tells me, oh, okay, he just kind of motions to me. He doesn't really speak too much. Come with me. So he walks me out. We go out into this kind of courtyard, and I see these big Jenga blocks that are all stacked up like a pyramid. They're like, you know, huge, like. You know, bigger than the telephone. Like Stonehenge. At the top is a chair. And, and so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm gonna go. I'm supposed to go up and, and sit in that chair. So then, then I go up, I sit in the chair, I look up, and this fucking beam of light comes like banging down on top of me. I'm looking, I'm just like, oh god! And then a voice starts speaking to me, right? And then it told me a date. And I was like, okay, I gotta try to remember this date, right? And then, and then I, I went, went back and looked at my dream journal, journal and in that same dream journal, I had a dream where, a lucid dream where I was meeting a, a dream character, right? And, and the dream character wanted to tell me something, but, you know, uh, it was, so, it was just started off negative too, actually. I was fighting this guy, and it was lucid fighting him, and then I, 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 I busted him up a little bit, <laughs> you know, nothing too crazy. And then this dream character comes up to me and he gives me this metal piece, right? And I'm like, oh, you know, what is this? And then he says, for me to follow him. So we start walking, and there's like this swimming pool. Mm. Right? Think, you know, I'll just walk across the water for fun, which isn't always easy. But right. this time I had a good control, so I'm walking across the water. Thinking, right. okay, this is cool. Right. Get to the other side, I want to ask the dream. I'm like, you know, what does this represent? What does this mean? What does it do? And he won't tell me. Then we start flying up this mountain, and we're going towards the top. And for some idiotic reason, I think to myself, if you're, if you're not going to tell me what this rock, what this metal piece is, I'm going to leave and go find another gym character who will. So, so I left him. Should not have done that, I don't think. Anyway, so I fly back down the mountain. I find like this little cavern-looking place. Go inside to find the first gym character I can. I'm like, hey, you know, what does this thing represent? Then I look at it, and it's all like putty and mush, kind of like, uh, kind of like Terminator 2 when he turns into like the liquid yeah, yeah, metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, ah, like what happened to it? And then I already know that I screwed up somehow. So then I'm like, oh, what else am I going to do? So I find my son, I take him flying. So the so, so it referenced back to that date, which is actually crazy, because that kind of stuff doesn't normally happen for my, my dreams. And then I spent the next you know uh, week or so, like so many nights, trying to find that same dream character. Mm. Wow. So I found him a couple more times, but the, the last time I found him, when I finally felt like I got half an answer out of this, was, uh, I was so to make the dream characters appear, you, you can, can if you can't, can't see him, it's hard to make him appear just out of thin air as you look at him. So you can kind of like turn away and look back, or do stuff, stuff like this, and then you can kind of change who dream characters are, right? So, so I do, do that, and then I see the dream character. He tells me to come with him. We go around the back, and there's like this metal plate on the ground. And he tells me to stand on it. Okay. So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh, you know, where am I going? And then he tells me you're gonna go see Zavala, who's like this Destiny video game Destiny dream character. I'm thinking like. What am I going to see him for? Anyway, so, um, but, but I think the problem was I actually kind of believed him. I, I don't know if that threw off what ends up happening. So, so then, like, this little thing shoots up, and uh, before this, earlier in the dream, I was in, like, this glass house living with uh, my brother and some other friends who I know in real life and stuff like that. So we get back to this house that we were in, and I see this father with, like, two kids, 
like, like, like two, two younger kids. kids. At this point, I only had, had one child, child not two. And he's disciplining the, the kids, kind of. He's not beating them, but he's like being harsh on them. Like, like Pai Mei, Pai Mei, and Kill Bill. Yeah. And so then, my brother all of a sudden is with me on this piece of metal flying around the house. And then me and my brother are debating if that's. You know, too much, and we're going back and forth, right? I'm kind of saying, I don't think it's too much, I don't know the context, but he's not really whooping their ass or anything. So then we have that debate, and then I go ahead and I like rocket up into space, and I see this ship that I know I'm supposed to try and get to, right? And then I go to get to the ship, and I overshoot it on this thing, and then I'm just stuck in like empty open space. And, and I, I see this, what I know to be like a trash, trash compactor, like this thing that goes around space picking up trash. And I'm like, oh, oh I'm getting into that thing, aren't I? And so then I go land in there, see some, some other gym characters in there and stuff. And, um, and then, then I basically end up waking up afterwards. But I never, I never got to the bottom. I always thought like, man, do I, do I talk to him? I think it's too harsh. I feel like, oh, I don't know. But so you anyways, do, you, you do, you spend a lot, you spend a lot of time trying to interpret these things so that you can, use that interpretation in real life or do you just kind of go ah fuck they're, they're dreams they're, they're weird hey what's up Sonny? Uh, I, mean, I, I do i do to a degree but i don't i don't dig into it too much too much i mean i, I did my my takeaway from it was i was telling my brother it was okay i missed where i wanted to go i landed in the trash compactor in space maybe it's not okay so maybe try and be a bit more Polite or coach them up better, right. you know, and which, which is something that is that is something I always try to do. Ah. Kind of, it irritates something. But I always try to, you know, coach my coach my kids up. I try to be a Zen master. This is like we literally just yeah. talked about this last night about because <laughs> I'm pretty rough. I'm pretty harsh with my kids, and um, Ryan Ryan was telling him like he has helped me like tone it down. Like I'm not so quick to. I try not to be so quick to jump down their throats. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, yeah, it's a it, for our situation is like you're a single mom raising these two beautiful, wonderful, intelligent, awesome daughters, but all by yourself is a pretty like I definitely now that I live, you know, with you and your daughters and your mom, I'm like I get to see up close for the past few years what that's like, and you know, when I first met you, I'm like, geez, relax, you know what I mean, like you know, but then the more I get into, it, I'm like, look. A single, I get a, it. <laughs> well, I do get like a single mom trying to do this. It's like, you know, I wasn't, I, 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 slow, I started to just kind of go appreciate how difficult that is. But at the same time, because sometimes you need a fresh pair of eyes, a fresh point of view, yeah. right? It's, it's easy for me to just come in and go like, oh my God, they're so sweet, whatever. I don't know the years and years of shit that you dealt with to get here. So maybe your fuse is a little bit shorter. <laughs> Right. Um, but, you know, it's like uh, we're, I think it's it is an interesting thing where we're all we've got these issues, these things that we deal with in our real life. Right? right. Stresses, fears. Right. Fantasies, wishes, desires and your dream, my dream. Your, I mean, and the, and I, I just think and I don't know what you think about this, Matt, but I just think it's like these dreams aren't necessarily organized in some perfect way for us to interpret like some God answering right. our every... Right. Like sometimes it's just, just like like leftover information left, yes. and, and it, it, some, it gets jumbled. And, right. And maybe yeah. you can go like, well, maybe I am stressing out. Like sometimes it's just a simple stressing out a lot about this. Is it any wonder some of these characters made into my dream or some of these right, themes right. made into my dream? It doesn't mean anything as much as it means like maybe you didn't realize how stressed you 
were uh, at yeah. work or in a relationship, but these dreams maybe are just kind of like reminding you, hey, I don't, all I know is you got all this chemistry that's kind of toxic or, you know, you got a little brown water from the Alawai canal of your soul and it's like just bubbling up and making a little bit of turmoil in these dreams, right? Um, so, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have I, any. I think for sure stress can cause you to have because right. um, since we've been together like I, I tell him this too like my like I said that that was kind of a weird dream that dream I had when we were together but mostly um, now that I've been with you like my dreams are a little bit more toned down like normal like uh, about real people mm -hmm. but like um, all my adult life my dreams have not been about people like um, I, I just thought about one where like these giant bugs they're like huge bugs were flying around and like I had to I was like swapping him with a tennis racket <sighs> and when I finally hit one like you know went through it and like all this like you know uh, pussy yeah. you know <laughs> stuff came out from the other side you know like it's 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 always been either about like some mythical character right. or um or or creature See, but that comes from a real because I don't know any human in my life that I know who's more scared of bugs than you like in, in real life. So <laughs> I can see how that's like some sort of exaggerated projection, right. right? And the only like regular dreams I would have are work dreams. And I would literally go oh. say that thing. I would go through my day and I would oh. be stressed out and I'd wake up and I would wake up stressed like, oh, my God, I didn't do this lab work or whatever. Just like, like the ukulele guy yeah, was saying, right? Yeah. Okay. No, that, that was the only real dreams i would have real, real sunny, quick yeah well i want to uh, get back to you sunny because okay. yeah because jody said she has to yeah. leave yeah so real quick i want to switch it back i will come back to you to sunny okay but jody says i have to go but i have a question if it's okay i had a dream that i was being uh, uh, absorbed into pixelated black mass i became mostly disembodied before i thought i better get out and wake up i never had a dream that was that scary ever I don't know much about lucid dreaming, but what's your take on that? I got to come back to listen to the answer. Oh, she got to come back to listen to the answer. Okay, well, yeah. Do you, what, what's your thought on that, Matt? Um, my I thought on that would be, like, what was, uh, I mean, she probably wasn't. I guess she would have said, like, what was she watching or doing? Yeah, because it could, yeah, it could be something that practical. But, I mean, the first thought that comes to my mind is I've had a kind of similar dream to that, but... My, my, my perspective, perspective of being like sucked into this and getting pixelated, mm. it was actually really amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. Because it's like a different perspective on it. Right. Where like, it almost, almost like I was getting sucked into like a, into like a, a spirit world. Or right. You, you know what I mean? So it wasn't painful. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It, wasn't. it, was, it was actually blissful. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't painful. Wow. But, um, yeah. So a lot of times with that, if, you know, you know, if, if you're, you're even like, like uh, Tina, with, with your, your dreams, dreams, you said a lot of times we're kind of more on the negative side. side. You, you can actually incubate dreams, which basically just means you, you try to have a specific type of dream, you know, beforehand. So, so it, it could be something like writing out what, what you want to have happen in the dream ahead of time. So you do like a free oh, okay. dream journal, right? Okay. And then you can write that down. That can help you have more of those dreams. Um, you can also meditate on, on the idea of what you want to have as you're falling asleep. And um, this, this is something I was going to bring up, too. So, so if you, you like to smoke a lot of weed, shit, which can mess up your dream vehicle, right. really great for hypnagogia, which is this um, state you go through every time as you're falling asleep. It's like stage one of sleep. Mm. A lot of times if you're in it, 
somebody wakes you up, like you'll be like, ah, damn it, I wasn't asleep yet. I was almost asleep, but you're in sleep lab. You know what I mean? They do consider that stage one. Right. And they prove it by like the EEGs and your brainwaves right. that, that, are, that are going through. And so you can actually use that state to, to, to prime yourself for you know, having a particular type of dream. Um, marijuana can, can totally, totally enhance that. And um, the other good part is if you get used to that, um, hypnagogic state, is sometimes, particularly later in the night, or if you're really sleep deprived, you'll go straight from stage one directly into REM. You'll skip like stage two and three and four, which is like the deep sleep. And so um, when, when you're doing that, you can have these things called wilds, which is awake initiated or awake induced lucid dream where mm. you'll see this. I mean, this is the way it happens most for me. This is also a lot of the space where like the out of body astral projection like crowd gravitates towards. But if you're visually oriented like I am, I tend to focus on the visual. You can also focus on the body. Right. You'll get like the body buzzing. Yeah. But you'll see it. And then all of a sudden you'll just be like sucked into the dream. And it normally has this really crazy like body high wow. sensation to it. And then all of a sudden instead of being like out here like you're witnessing it, you're in it. It's three-dimensional, you can look around, and then you can go fly up and you can go do whatever you want. Um, if you aren't visually oriented, then you can hang on your hypnagogic space by focusing on the, on like more of the body tingles and the body buzz and like the vibrations and all that kind of stuff. And the, the difference I think with them is, and I had this occasionally, but not, not too often because I'm more visual. That's when you can kind of get the, the dream of, you know, you coming up out of your body, being in your bedroom, you know, in, in my eyes, just, just a dream environment, because I've had them, it always turned into just a regular lucid dream, dream. but mm. you know, your wife's there, everything mm. seems that it should be, you can go walk around, explore the place. Wait, but do you see yourself there? Like you're out of your own body witnessing yourself? Yep. Yeah. Oh, so wow. Sometimes, sometimes not, but oh, some, sometimes you do. Um, and, and also go and visit yourself, yourself in the same dream, but sometimes don't be lucid. This was a big thing when I was first starting out with it, because I wanted to try and find my house and find myself in my dream. So, so you, you can, can do, do that, that too. It's always a really trippy um, experience. A lot of times for me, it gets I get confused. Like, am I awake? Am I dreaming? It kind of messes with me and throw me out and wake me up. But that, that can be fun stuff to do. And then the uh, last thing I'll say about the, the whole liminal space, like this hypnagogic space, kind of in between space, is when you wake up out of the dream, it breaks down into hypnopompia, which is basically just like hypnagogia, but as you're coming out. And if you get used to working in that space, that's how I prolong my dreams. That's how I hit these two-hour-long lucid dreams. Because you'll see REM on and end, you'll see the dream breaking down, and then you just build it back up to continue to dream, and then you can uh, you know, go that's, off and keep doing what you're doing. That's crazy. Actually, Sonny is actually uh, talking about this. I just yeah. dreamt last night I was playing VR and took out the VR headset. didn't realize I was dreaming. But for a moment, I had a lucid thought that I was stuck between some kind of inception of lucidity, but was kind of afraid I, I couldn't wake up in the end, like at the end of Waking Life, spoiler alert. Um, uh, wow. So, VR is great to have more, more lucid dreams. dreams. Oh, like, like, like video games wow. in general, people play more video games, there's, There's been, been several studies on this. Have more lucid dreams than people who don't. Right? And they have better control and stuff because they're used to working in this. It's practicing. Yeah. But the VR can totally help that. One of the problems that I've noticed with, because I've played tons of video games, right, is that sometimes you can get into this lucid dream of like, it'll almost be like, say, you're, you're playing it in like third person. So you're not getting the same type of physical feel that you would get if it was 
the, 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 the white, white, like, 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 Ryan, like, your, your one, one, right? Right. Surfing. Yes. Well, really, I felt the wind. I feel like you're just playing it. Yeah. As opposed to creating it. So that, that could be one drawback. There's stuff, and you can do it to kind of help mitigate that. But, um, you give me an idea, though. Like, and I, I, maybe they're working on this. Maybe not. Zuckerberg, if you're listening. Um, so it's like the metaverse, right? But instead of just having these VR glasses on, we have wires hooked up to different parts of our brain, right? So that you can get a more detailed. So instead of just playing more in this sensory, like, well, instead of just playing in this metaverse game that has been provided for you and you just kind of like are, you know, exploring this world of the, the game, it, the, the actual wires hooked up to your brain knows how to read your brain just like a lucid dream does so as you're in this game whatever it is you know shooting birds or surfing and or whatever it is you're doing you just go i want ice cream and then it knows and then a graphic of ice cream like you know what i mean like oh. the 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 yeah. three like the metaverse game knows how to create just basically it's a simulation of lucid dreaming as close as we could possibly do it with the technology that we have right now, right? It's kind of like what Sonny wrote. He says, it seems right. like I'm slowly creating my own dream world, like the same uh, town similar to exactly like Kapahulu, but same airport, theme park. Yes. Right? So, like so, you're put, but you're well, actually doing it with your mind and not physically like trying to code something. Right. Or, like lucid dreaming, as we know right now, is a little bit clunky, right? We got to have the dream journal. We got to do all these fucking trigger like reality checks and all this stuff, right? right. Set alarms during the day. But whatever, we just put on the thing, wire up our heads, and then we get into this metaverse and it's hack it like the brain doesn't know the difference. Now it thinks right. it's in a lucid dream. And you really can just, you know, do whatever you want and your brain walks away as if it had that experience, right? It doesn't know that you just put on the glasses or whatever. I, I, I think they'll make that. I would say oh, yes. at some point, I mean, without a doubt, 100% yes. if we don't kill ourselves in World War III. Exactly. <laughs> right. I knew it would come up. At some point, we will have the technology to be able to lucid dream on command. And I, I think, think that, that might kind of spoil some things. things. It would be like that. that. It could be like that movie, the, the book, book that they made into a movie. Steven Spielberg, Spielberg made it. Uh, AI. Was living in, what was it? AI? Yeah. It was Spielberg uh, and uh, it was uh, Spielberg and Stanley Kubrick made a, a show called uh, AI. Okay, but mm. you're, not you're not talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it would be basically, 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 basically something like, like, like you were talking about, about like a full on, you put on this thing on your head and you're in the, the metaverse. You're in some completely right. like world well, where you do, do you remember, uh, you Do you remember Demolition Man where they like put on the thing oh, to yeah. sex? Like, sex. Yeah, yes. during sex. Well, I, I mentioned this before a couple times before. Ryan still has not seen it, but it's is this like similar to the show Upload on Amazon Prime? Ooh, You've I got, got to see it. See it. It's about see it. like downloading your consciousness yes. onto a hard drive. Right. And so whether your physical body is there or not doesn't matter. Your consciousness stays. And, right. that, and like when you just have your consciousness anything goes now you're in this computer programming like your consciousness in a program and you can yeah. like you know uh, uh, you but but in upload you have to pay for it so if you're not rich and you know you oh, can't just course. you know it's like 
you want a Starbucks, you got to pay for it still, you know? There's so many ones. I remember there's one with Johnny Depp. He goes into computer. There's one, uh, you know, where is it Voltron in the Marvel universe where Voltron becomes alive? Right. Where like, uh, and Sunny Kampu, Ready Player Ready One. Player one. That's uh, a we good just one. saw. Yes, that's, that's it. That's the one. That's the one, yeah. Sunny. That's the one, Sunny. Yes, yes. Oh, the Hugh uh, Jackman movie? Which one is that? I don't know, but we just saw one called Free Guy. Oh yeah, you see free oh, yeah. guy. That just yeah, yeah. Came Ryan Reynolds, yeah, right? And, and he's like a, just an al- he's just a set of programs. But the, man. Yeah, but the whole epiphany is like uh, their algorithms, but was created by their you know author to be evolutionary in nature, where like they grow and learn and change. And next thing you know, they uh, it's almost like uh, Ryan Reynolds' character, who's supposed to be just a background character in one of these video games. He almost like gains consciousness. He gets lucid. He gets yeah. lucid. He gets lucid. And so, you know, he's trying to tell his friend, right, who only holds his hands up every time because there's a bank robber. He's just in the bank robber scene in the video. So, like, Ryan Reynolds is like, for, well, for starters, you, you can put your hands down, right? And the guy's like, I don't think I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, tried really hard. And it's like, this, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, and pop back up. See, and that's funny, but it's a metaphor for all of us. Like, what are we doing in our lives? That represents this guy where we just wake up and we do the safe thing. We do the thing that we think we're made to be, you know, we're, we do what we think our role is. Right. We, we, so we almost like self imprison ourselves, self imprison ourselves. <laughs> we imprison ourselves yeah. to the, this, like as if our, we're trapped in the right. algorithm, but the truth is we're in a prison that the door's wide open. You know, and if we just were lucid to that fact, right? And this, I'm talking about waking life now. If we're lucid in waking life, we can do some of the same things that we're trying to pull off in the lucid world. We can start to pull off in our real life, mm. right? Can we be a musician even though you told yourself, nah, not me. That's my sister. That's my, that's my girlfriend. That's my boss. Can we be athletes? No, that's my, you know, whatever, my neighbor. That's my high school classmate. That's my coworker. Can we be, you know, good at math, smart at finance, all these things? I'm like not good at technology. And then somehow I got thrown into. And then look at you (laughs) running this, this, this high quality tech advanced shell right now. I really have rather like learn how to do this lucid dreaming. (laughs) Like this has been crazy trying to figure this stuff out. In a sense, you are doing it right now. We are in a sort of kind of like this thing, right? We're just creating, we're making it happen. You're doing it every day and you are getting better. And and they're coming out just like like some technologies and stuff that they have out. They they have some out now, but but the, like like the really good one, I think they stopped making already. Stephen LaBear's made one back in like the, 90s or something right where um but, but they're coming out with new ones now no the dream i think it was, was what it was called what it's is it like these glass it's like, like the night, night mask you wear right and, and they have some cheap, cheap ones now but they're just randomly generated but anyway right. so it's a nice piece you wear and they can tell when you're lucid dreaming dreaming oh yeah 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 like these lights at your closed eyes and then that can ping you to the fact that that you're dreaming Right. I've never tried it myself, but I've heard a lot of people say, you know, it does work. They're trying to make new stuff. That's cool. There's a lot of supplements you can take that can really help you have more of those dreams, too. Wow. Like B6. I like the time release B6 in particular because you don't have to worry about when you take it. It's going to work all night. Mugwort's um, another popular one, but to me, I like, I like B6 better. What? Wait, say that one more time. B6 and what's the other one? 
mugwort. Mugwort. I thought wow. that was like a Harry Potter that thing. That so, totally sounds like a Harry yeah, Potter thing. Yeah, it's like, no, wait, yeah, isn't so that, that's a really popular one. Um, I've had mixed results, results with it, but D6, time release in particular, was my favorite. Because yeah. the mugwort, too, in a team, if I take it right before going to sleep, and I'm trying to lucid dream six, seven hours later when I'm sleeping, right. it's probably processed through you to act like it's uh, probably done already. Right? I see. But the, the other one is galantamine. Galantamine is, is an Alzheimer's drug. Made, uh, you can just get it all over the counter. But so when you get Alzheimer's, you get forgetful because your brain's producing this forgetful shit in your brain. Right? Uh. <laughs> you forget. That's the same thing they found being produced in your dreams. It makes dreams so hard to remember. Same oh my gosh, wow. So this thing that blocks that chemical Interesting. makes your dream recall so much better that it, it, it up the chances of you getting lucid fucking like fuck a, like fuck a dream journal at this point <laughs> i just take exactly. kind of right you just take that okay uh, wow. the, the problem with that though is like it's, it's basically a nootropic you know so like yeah. joe rogan's alpha brain and all that right. alpha brain helps too alpha brain can really work good at getting you more lucid dreams nice but, but for me I'm, I'm sensitive to those so they fire me up too much uh, so it tends to keep me awake and the half-life on the lantern is short like uh 90 minutes ish so you, you got to do it with wake, wake back up the bed, bed, which is this technique where you wake, wake up partway through sleep, normally like four to six hours somewhere, so your REM cycle is hitting longer. Take the galantamine, go back to sleep. How about... And if you can fall to sleep quickly, it can really help. How about, like, are there any foods? Like, can french fries do it for <laughs> you? <laughs> right. Now you're really dreaming. <laughs> hey, no, but, like, can you eat anything? Salt? Uh, no, no, some, 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 some are, have definitely right. been said to help. Um, I've never, so I specifically did not, I mean, I've read a lot of that stuff in a lot of the books, but I've never paid it too much attention because I knew it was something I wouldn't be able to consistently do. Right, right. Because, you know, my wife's the main cooker. I don't know what I'm going to eat. Who knows what's coming? Right. So I purposely stayed away from that, but there is a lot of um, information like that out there. But I think what it all comes down to is basically a lot of the same ingredients that are in a lot of the lucidity supplements and stuff out there so i think a lot of them would be something would be kind of similar to that right but right like whatever food has b6 maybe right. uh if we ate a lot of something like whatever foods have b6 okay now you know this is the we've gone through a lot of intellectual philosophical like psych you know psychological like angles of this I want to try a couple different angles, uh, you know, before we get out of here and watch James Harden uh, 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 show up uh, on the court after a long, uh, after he first got traded. Now he's playing for the 76ers for the first time today in about 20 minutes. But I want to ask you a couple things like, okay, so one, one of them is a little bit more personal, just like, okay, you're talking about all this, you're nerding out on this. I love your brain. It does. It's very, I can relate to what, where your brain gets obsessive in certain things. And you mentioned earlier that your friends, your wife, like maybe it's you're trying to find maybe maybe a lot of people don't care about it. Uh, but what does your wife think? What do your kids think? I want to kind of get into that. I think we just went over it, but I want I want to kind of know how do you exist in your little small world, being <laughs> super nerdy in this, and then your your favorite people in your world, your kids, your wife, your best friends, your your you know what I mean, your people. How how do they deal with this? My, My wife, eh, I think she, she just accepts she just, it. She doesn't care. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't care, but <laughs> she's <laughs> like, that's Matt. I love him, yeah, but yeah, I'm not into it. She's cool with it. I mean, I, mean, I think sometimes it'll be like, like, hey, you know, like, I'm going to go to sleep extra early because I want to sleep for like nine hours. She'll be like, what? 
let's, let's watch, watch the show. show. Like, shit, I got, I got a, a dream tonight. tonight. <laughs> so, so, okay, so sometimes you yeah. this, um, about, about, my, about my kids. My kids, my kids love it, especially oh. my older one. Okay. So, so of course, I, you know, they're, they're in the background of a lot of my videos and stuff, and they'll be just here messing around as I'm making them. So they hear me talk about it a lot, and then it was really cool where. For, for a long, long time, time, even though I don't believe this was possible, I would just you know, my kids were still sleeping in the same room mm, mm, mm. as us. I would, I would try, try to dream with them in the dream, and, and then like wake up and be like, "Hey, dream, you know, what, what were you dreaming? dreaming? Did, it, did it ever match?" So that, so that kind of stuff never really hit, but it, it did get him interested in it. So I remember the first time he would tell me he had lucid dreams sometimes, but I would never be like, "Ah, you're probably lying." <laughs> you know, uh, one time he woke up all excited and was like, oh, I was having this dream last night where we were snowboarding across all the different mountains, the whole island chain. Nice. Okay. And he was like, I knew I was dreaming, I was with so-and-so. I was like, okay, that sounds cool, that sounds pretty legit. And then he told me this. And then I looked by this tree and I saw a bunch of books, all like lucid dreaming kind of books, all buried by this tree. And I was like, oh, I wanted to grab them for you. So I like stopped the snowboarding and went and grabbed all these books and tried to wake up. And bring them back for you. Oh but, my you know, God! So right cute. There, but man, that, that touched my heart. Bro. So cute. Yeah. That is so oh, cute. Oh, that is yeah. Now, I mean, that is a beautiful. That's beautiful. That is awesome. But well, um, was there a time though that you? You were trying to get your wife into it, and then you just gave up and said, "Ah, fuck it. I guess we're just gonna have to have different passions on this one." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that, that time came about twenty. 20- 17 or so oh, I because see. i was a slow ramp up 2013 okay right but it wasn't it's not like it's her passion now she's trying to do it she was just like oh, okay yeah. that's your thing i'm interested i love you i'm interested in you because you love it yeah. but i'm not that's kind of how she treats basketball with me <laughs> like okay what okay and i made like a meetup group here locally and i would make up little dream things here and have these little expos that I would just, you know, pay my own money to go there and make a PowerPoint presentation and talk about this shit. Right. And then, uh, then 2020 happened. Everything shut down. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I still wanted this outlet. I enjoy having the outlet to do that. I'll start making videos. Mm. Even though I was never a fan of making videos. Right? I was just like right. sharing it. Right. So I started making videos, made yeah. the Instagram, made the YouTube. And yeah. Cool. Dude, that's so awesome. Okay, and then okay, one more. This is the this is I'm saving this for last because this is the doozy. This is what I really want to know. So you know, you're this interesting character. You found lucid dreaming. You got upset. You're not you're not like other people who just like ah. You touched on it and then left it. You 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 got obsessed about it. You learned about it. You practiced it. You got the B six. You got the mugwarts. You got or whatever it's called. You you, you're into it. You're doing the YouTube. You're doing the powerpoints. You're paying the money. How does this all tie into what you see as the point of life? Like, what are we doing here on planet Earth? Why life? What is your philosophy of the whole thing? You know what I mean? How does this sort of relate to your whole entire, like, what the fuck are humans doing here? What is your purpose? What is everyone's purpose? Do you, do you kind of mix those? Yeah. or Yeah. So, okay, okay so, so, so growing up, I was very Christian, right? You know, I was, my mom made me go to church and right, shit. Right, right. a couple experiences in church early on that had me thinking, the only way I could get this feeling would be from Jesus. He must be real, right, okay? Right. I don't know that. Right. In high school, questioned a bunch of stuff. 
long, long story, story short, ended up going full on atheist. Okay. Like, like, like there is, there is nothing, nothing happens when you die. Well, it should be obvious. We have okay. similar trajectories. Go on, go on. <laughs> Very similar. And part of, partly through it, a large part of this being through my dreaming practice and having all these really ineffable, like, you know, spiritual-like experiences, made me realize that, you know, maybe we don't know. And if anything, what it did is it got me, at least in my head now, more comfortable with death. Right. Right. Yeah. And at least in like the dying process, the, the Buddhists have this whole tradition right. and like walking yourself through the sleep yoga, the, the, the dream yoga and all this stuff, getting deeper into it and their whole reincarnation thing. But, and that is something I wrote off hundred million percent, no way possible. But after having some of these experiences and seeing how deep consciousness can go, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe, you know, I don't know. So now I'm more comfortable saying I don't know what happens. Yeah. And then it kind of leads me to this, this side part here, which is just kind of off topic. But it'd be like, why don't they teach this stuff in, in like hospitals? This is something I would go volunteer my time for. You know, like if you have someone who's bedridden for the rest of their life, right. or, you know, maybe just a couple months in the, why don't they have somebody coming through and say, hey, you can't get out of bed. You know, maybe you're paralyzed now. Take, take up this practice. practice. It's, it's not bullshit. It's a skill you can learn. You know, this is how you do it. You know, and like even stuff like that and coaching them through, through that process, I think would be... Um, that's a, I think that so was a Black a, Mirror episode, actually, like where people were in the hospital, like they get old or something or terminally ill, and the only thing they could do was like dream and about being oh, with their friends. That episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of that. I've seen them all, but... Well, I mean, that, that, and that's a beautiful thing you just said. It's a very practical application for, you know, for, for what you're doing and what you're getting into. Like, if you could be used in that way, yeah. That, that's yeah. A, that is a beautiful thing. I mean, do you think that, like, 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 you have to get some sort of degree to, like, be legitimate to, some ho- to the hospital? To be a or do dream, you think, dream doctor. Like, how do, yeah, with, I mean, because that sounds great. If you make that team, I want to be part of that team. I don't know if we, uh, how do we, yeah. I never looked into it. I, I should look into it. Why not? But then I don't. Because I procrastinate too much. But, man, no, I would. Right. I mean, maybe we just, like, uh, we just start, uh, you know, Hawaii Oneira Knot University. Oh, oh, you, you, you got to see, see my cat, cat right? I told you I have it, yeah. It says Oneironautics. Oh, yeah. my God. Nice. So nice. tell everybody what that means. I just only learned this from Waking Life myself, but. Uh, it's, it's just a, 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 a dream explorer. So yeah, a dream explorer. It's like, yeah. um, it's like yeah. an astronaut who goes out in the space exploring. Right. We go off into the dream space and, right. and explore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. That's funny. I, Sunny says, we're here to dream. Teamwork, make the dream work. <laughs> yes. We're the original yeah. dream team winning gold medals while playing like the all-star game. Make every shot, every dunk. No defense. No can defense. Yes. That dude is living in a fucking dream right now. Just <laughs> in real life. He broke the matrix. He broke it. He really is. You go to the video game, you can't even be as video game in the video game as he is in real life. 
Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm the one who introduced Sunny to Waking Life. Oh, nice. Shit. You introduce everybody to Waking okay, Life. That's okay. a prerequisite for yes. being your friend. Dude, I love it. <laughs> I, I do. You think you went to put a hole, man. You got off. You think really deep about shit. You, I, you know what? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. That's why I have to find outlets like this where I can just like. Uh, try to find use for it that's what it is right that's why i like what you just said it's like we, we we can be as crazy as we want explore as much as we want but when you try to when you attach some use to it so other people can benefit i do i find that beautiful you know yeah. i do think that's a wonderful thing you know um maybe we should save the free will video for another yeah because or do you want to just you want to just you know exactly <laughs> well, that, for the next one we'll save one. it for the next one because yeah. yeah. you know yeah. we'll we will definitely talk again we'll do more we will do more yeah. because sure. like this was a great I wow I mean I just had a great time what a great conversation I do uh, to on the next one I have a, a few more waking life videos one of them is the girl who talks about when we say words to each other like that's a very interesting and not as black and white process as we may think of at first glance mm -hmm. and then the other one is this guy who's talking about free will which might be one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever uh and, and it's not really about lucid dreaming directly per se but it is in a sense that are we like is like free a free guy are we really a free guy right. are we really and i think i do think that's why that name is called a free guy i don't know if anybody catches that or knows that but are we really free if all we're made up of is a bunch of algorithms. Yeah, we were, we were saying it wrong, right? We were saying right. a free guy, but it's like free guy. <laughs> yes. Free the guy. Well, well both, right? Yeah. yeah do, is free, are you trying to free him or are you describing him as already free? Yeah. Either Or is it just like sarcasm? Like free, yeah, free guy. Sure, you're a fucking, you're an algorithm in a video game. How free are you? Right, right. right. So, but that's, I mean, that kind of is like us here, uh, you know, humans in human life. And I'm going to leave this as I talk. Well, uh, real quick, I just, oh. as Sunny says, I'm going to be late for work because y'all uh -huh. <laughs> no just kidding but i just i did want to share this um sunny um is at hyatt today from three to six every friday scratch kitchen saturdays eight to ten nice uh and aloha tower six to eight on mondays we miss you sunny we definitely want to uh, try to catch one of those Dude, yeah, Sonny Kapu. He's such a great um, entertainer. Dude, so. he's, he's one of Hawaii's... Um, the yeah, one of the few that made it to the American Idol. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, in fact, Bruno got kicked out first round. Sonny went all the way down to, yeah, like, uh, to right. number 32 or whatever. That's you know, the same. Have plans tonight now. Now. Yes. Yes. Oh, no, seriously. <laughs> seriously, that's awesome, man. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Matt Chong. Please go to Matt Chong's uh, YouTube. What is your YouTube? Uh, YouTube is YouTube.com backslash or forward slash whatever Lucid Explorers, no space. And then um, the Instagram is underscore Lucid underscore Explorers. Awesome. Yes, dude. It's so nice talking to you. Yeah, and then we will do a to be continued guarantee because I do want to get like that free will thing. We'll just go into the Lucid world and we'll fix it. Fix the contrast. <laughs> Dude, amazing, man. So great talking to you, meeting you. And like, I love this because you can meet someone for the first time and just get into the deepest. Yeah, we don't have to just go bypass. The, what's your favorite color? Yes. Like, we're hacking. That's we're a right. bunch of hackers, you know? So, anyway, amazing, man. Thank you so much. Yes. Have a good day, Matt. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Love it. <laughs>